0: on CityCast Madison. It's a time of renewal, time to sweep out old attitudes and take lucky actions to bring good fortune. That's right, we're in the first week of the Lunar New Year. And next week, you just might see several lions roaming State Street. That's because Madison Zongyi Gung Fu Association will celebrate the new year by performing a traditional lion dance downtown and blessing our state street businesses. I sat down with lead instructor Nelson Ferreira to learn more about what they have planned and the origins of the tradition. It's Thursday, January 26th. I'm Bianca Martin and this is CityCast Madison. Nelson Ferreira, hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing exceptionally well. I'm excited about the topic that we're getting into. Tell us how you are going to be celebrating the Lunar New Year.
1: All right, so the Lunar New Year actually just started. In reality, the Lunar New Year is like 15 days. You know, it's it's actually a long uh, festival. Uh, that kind of almost two weeks, yeah, and it culminates with like what they call the Lantern Festival, which is like on the very last day uh, of the New Year, the fifteenth day of the New Year. So right now, like our school and all of our members are, it's their favorite time of the year, as you can imagine, because we get to participate in like these lion dances throughout the city, and even we kind of go out of town as well. too. we plan on doing lots of uh, lots of music and lots of dancing and. Hopefully bringing like lots of laughter and joy and uh, and uh, just high energy to the community.
0: Yeah. And you'll be having an event downtown, right?
1: Yeah. Downtown Madison had contacted us to do a performance at uh, Lisa Link Park, also known as Peace Park, just downtown Mm -hmm. on State Street. We do this about 15 minute performance that's completely open to the public. Everybody is welcome to come. And then after that, we move on to do these different businesses. We go to different businesses to do uh, what they call blessings. So uh, so we do these business blessings for the New Year's. And the whole thing about the business blessing with the lion dance is to kind of usher in good luck and prosperity, bringing good uh, fortune for the businesses. We do a dance. What you'll see is probably a lot of lettuce being Ripped up and thrown apart <laughs> and uh, throughout these two <laughs> to usher in the good luck and I guess you know to kind of explain too about the lettuce is that the lion is kind of like an agent of transformation, and Chinese work a lot with uh homonyms, so if a word sounds alike, it's big part of Chinese culture. Mm. lettuce in itself kind of sounds like fortune, and then so the lion eats. What is lettuce? I should say greens in general, not lettuce specifically, but a green in general. But we usually use lettuce.
0: And you're describing the performance, right? Yeah.
1: So it kind of eats up that that lettuce and then and it spits it out. And when it spits it out, it actually is, as I said, it, it's an agent of transformation. So if you get hit with lettuce during a performance, it's good luck and maybe go out and buy a lottery ticket or something. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. So lots of good energy and like bringing fortune. Um, And it sounds like there are maybe two people in Lion's sort of puppets. And then there's music as well. So this will be happening in Peace Park or Lisa Link Park. Would you be able to describe the event? Starting at
1: noon on the 5th, we're going to have this performance that's going to be at the park. And we are going to have uh, i believe right now we have scheduled to have uh four adult lions and two kid lions right and like you were saying the lions are essentially two people that are you know uh get under the line one under the head and one under the tail right and then there's a group of musicians that are like drum gongs and cymbals and they play the music and the, the music and the style of lion dance you do is, is, uh, is called sarping style. So it's a very specific style of lion dance because it's the style that we teach here at our school. So the music gets played. The lions uh, come out. There's another character that shows up, too, that's called the Tao Fat. That's the big headed Buddha. And he's kind of a comical character. He has like a paper mache head with a kind of a pink face and blue hair mm. and has a big uh palm leaf fan in his hand and kinda interacts with the crowd and plays with the lions a little bit. So so it's it's a very like yeah. you said, very colorful, very uh loud. <laughs> the music is very loud.
0: Yeah. You know? A celebration. Exactly.
1: I guess it's important to understand, too, that when you're looking at a lion, each lion will have like these different colors and a lot of them will represent different things. For example, if you see a pink lion, pink is a is a joyous color, you know, so it's kind of like happiness, you know, and then red is like a color of life. So it's like it's that energy and, you know, very energetic and that type of stuff. So all of them have different uh, meanings and, you know, it, it, it has a. Uh, and they're besides being beautiful to look at, they're they're just really fun to see in action because, as you said, it's kind of like a marionette sort of thing in which the performer actually gets to have the eyes of the lion. They get to blink, and the ears get to flip, and the mouth opens, and so it's it's a it's it's a very animated character. And our, our best lion dancers can really put a lot of uh, emotion out and make the lion really seem alive. And, you know, all of the lion dancers, like their real desire is to feel that, you know, when people watch them is to is to completely forget that there's two people under there and just think that there's like this big, majestic lion in front of them.
0: I love it. And do I have this correct, too? When the lions are going to the businesses and getting lettuce. There's also a component of licking the licking the business. Correct. You don't hear about that every day. Yeah,
1: exactly. So or at least I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so the licking that the lion does is it activates things. If you go to Chinese restaurants or even like the grocery stores, you see these a lot. There's like these little red papers that have gold writing on it. And those are all wishes mm-hmm. for some type of wish. When the new year comes, the idea is that those things are dormant until the lion gets to lick it. And then when when the lion licks it, it kind of flicks a switch. and It switches. Exactly. And then it's on. Exactly. It's on. Now that thing really is working, you know? <laughs> and yeah. like you're saying, too, the lion also licks the doorway of the business. So it does like the left side of the doorway, the right side, and then the top of the doorway. And the idea is to activate the doorway to only usher in good luck and to only bring in prosperity. Some other things that are that happen during that portion of the performance is the lion, for example, will step in with its left foot first to go into the business, and it will step in beyond the threshold. So the lion never steps on the threshold of the business, it goes beyond it with the left foot first. And the idea there is that left in Chinese uh, thought, like traditional Chinese medicine will say that yang, the yang energy, which is the positivity and all that stuff goes with the left side of the body. So when the lion walks, yeah, when the lion walks in with that left foot, it's bringing in positivity and when it leaves, it leaves with the right foot first because it's removing negativity.
0: And you said that there are different styles of lions. What
1: do your lions look like? The hawks on lion, the lion's mouth is flat. So like the upper lip of the lion is flat. And that's kind of like the very basic way of looking at it. So that's just from uh, just looking at it physically speaking. But when it comes to dance, it's a little bit more about making the lion look kind of like a cat or more like the animal than necessarily just showcasing the martial arts. So it's kind of a a mixture of showcasing your martial arts and also being able to have that illusion that the lion is actually an animal.
0: The little bit I, I know about... Kung Fu just from my father is there were lots of animals that like you try to imitate some of their, you know, biomimicry really. Sometimes I think of a dragon, like I've seen a dragon with lots of people in it, but you guys are doing the, this is something with lions. And I'm curious, why the lion?
1: Good that you brought that up, Bianca, because we, the one thing that we have a lot of times is people say, oh, we love your dragons. And, and we're like, well, they're actually lions. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's
0: not, so, they're not dragons. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and yeah. perfect observation, like dragons have several people in them, like anywhere from like seven to a hundred. You can have like tons of people under a dragon. As in the lion, it's really only two that go under the lion. So uh so to answer the question of the why lions in the pantheon of uh, of uh creatures, of mythical creatures in um in Chinese, you know, folklore and whatnot, when you're talking about the these danceable animals, there's different levels, right? So the dragon is the highest, is uh is like the most important one. If a dragon shows up during one of our performances, we're actually supposed to kind of open up the way and kind of let the dragon through because we have to show our respect to the dragon because the dragon is a is a high level uh, animal. So yeah, yeah. So and we do have we do have a dragon here at the school. Uh, we just haven't been able to to work with it uh, uh, recently just because of the pandemic or whatnot. So but uh, but yeah, so the dragon is number one. And then you also have these other animals. The phoenix, for example, is another one. There's the pichot, which is a good luck symbol. As a matter of fact, the pichot is becoming very popular as a bracelet. Uh, you have this because it's supposed to attract gold and uh, silver. So it's a... Uh, is show
0: an animal yeah, of sorts or a creature?
1: What does it look so, like? Or what is it? It's, it's kind of like a... I guess it's a... <laughs> A, a very fat lion, I guess you could kind of like look at it, with a pretty enormous horn on its head um, and uh, there's different depictions of the Pichot, but yeah it, it's usually, the idea is that it, it can kind of, it only consumes gold and silver, so a lot of people use it as a you know, charm for like bringing fortune, you know, and it's become popular in yeah. recent years, people wearing bracelets with it. Uh And then after that there's the chilin, which is a, a unicorn, it's a Chinese unicorn, I should say it's not really a unicorn but it's a chinese unicorn and that one is another mythical animal very very important within the pantheon and the fourth one is the lion so Got so it. it's like the lion in a way kind of is a few rungs down <laughs> in terms of that yeah but because of its versatility there's only two people in it you know the music that goes with it it's a lot more flexible and agile to work with than necessarily having a you know, rope in 10, 20 people to do a dragon.
0: Well it sounds like it brings good fortune. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. The the lion mm-hmm. the lion is a harbinger of uh good fortune, good luck. Uh and the other thing too, when you see Uh, businesses uh, or even households have like these little lions in front of them it's because they're guarding the business or they're guarding the house and that's the whole that's exactly why the lion is pretty important because it has to it does the first job which is to bring that high energy good luck prosperity kind of like cleans the street of all the bad negativity
0: yeah and so and you're holding this downtown Mm -hmm. why downtown specifically
1: so the downtown madison had contacted us about it and one of the things that they saw in recent years is the amount of uh, asian businesses uh that have opened up on the state street area and the downtown pretty much the downtown madison area so they had talked to them and and they had mentioned that it'd be kind of nice to do something you know that would be lunar new year inspired it's one of those things that our school uh, and our members have been dreaming for a long time because we've been lion dancing for like 27 years here in madison but we never really had the opportunity to do this thing that's in Chinese, it's called choi chang, which is to picking greens. And choi chang is this, this thing I was talking about earlier about visiting different businesses and getting lettuce. So that's the choi chang portion. And it's a, it's a really big, important part of a of the community uh, aspect of it, it's like lion goes bi- from business to business, kind of visiting it, but wishing it good luck and that type of stuff. You see it a lot in Chinatowns. Like if you go to Chicago Chinatown, they have it. Uh, New York, of course, and L.A. and uh, San Francisco. You'll see all of these type of activities, but it's not something that you know. I guess Madisonians get to see. You know,
0: the background is gonna make this performance so much richer, and it already sounds. Incredible and full of life. And now to know some of the background is really, really fruitful. I guess I want to know, can we go? Is it open to the public, this event? Yeah,
1: it's 100% open to the public. As I said, it's going to be Sunday, February 5th, and it starts at noon. It's going to be at Lisa Link Park and everybody's invited.
0: You know, I hate that I even have to ask this to bring it up, but I feel like it would be irresponsible not to. But in light of the mass shooting in Monterey Park on Lunar New Year's Eve last week, is safety, safety something that you need to think about or conversations maybe you've even had before this incident with, you know, rise on with attacks against Asian Americans and knowing this is a cultural celebration? Is that anything that is on your radar?
1: It is certainly on our radar. Uh, We do have several members in the school which are Asian, and even before the pandemic, they've individually have had issues and we've talked about it a lot. And in many ways, our school is sort of like a safe haven for them. You know, they really feel like that's a place that they can really be themselves and not have to worry about stuff. I would say in terms of uh, safety and whatnot, there's another thing that kind of goes on behind the scenes, which a lot of people don't see, so we have our lion dancers and we have our musicians and stuff, but we also have several uh, parents for some of the kids. And a lot of these other members are kind of constantly looking at what's going on in the crowd. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you could say that there's a certain element of sort of like scanning to see what the energy of the crowd is and if there's anybody that's acting kind of weird. Right.
0: And that's probably the case for for most public events today. But I just felt like I needed to bring it up and also maybe point out the this is even more reason to have a celebration like this of Chinese culture, you know, the um, South Asian and Chinese and um, cultures like and this could possibly also be a space of healing.
1: I completely agree with you. And it's one of the things with our our school. Uh, when people go out, they, they will notice it. I, I think our school really represents uh really well Madison. There's actually several members in our school that are part of the LGBTQ plus uh, community. There are several ethnicities that are in the school as well. And every what brings us together is that love for like Chinese martial arts culture and this, this idea of being able to go out and, uh, you know, celebrate something that's, you know, not really uh, very common to see
0: yeah. Well, Nelson, thank you so much for giving us this background about the event, talking about what we can expect to see.
1: And I'm really excited. Um, I hope I can make it. Thank you so much, Bianca. This is awesome. We hope to see everybody there, including you.
0: That's Nelson Ferreira, Chief Instructor at the Zongyi Gung Fu Association. You can catch their performance at noon on Sunday, February 5th at Lisa Link Peace Park in Madison. They'll also be performing a special outdoor lion dance in celebration of the Lunar New Year this Sunday, the 29th. That's at the Madison Children's Museum at 2 p.m. And here's what else Madison's talking about. The suburbs are getting connected. Sun Prairie is joining Madison's bus rapid transit system, meaning this summer you could actually take an express bus between Sun Prairie and Madison. Also, you can get a free family photo at the Madison Public Library. Renowned Madison photographer Hetty Rudd is holding photo sessions at the Meadow Ridge, Goodman South, and Hawthorne Library branches. The aim is to give all community members access to a family portrait. So it's free, but you need to call the library to reserve a spot or sign up online. And I noticed the February dates are filling up, so if your family or a family you know would love this, jump on it. BIPOC families are especially encouraged to register, but all families are welcome. We'll put a link in our show notes. Plus, a word of remembrance for a pioneering Madison resident who died last week. John Boyd made huge advances in developing reading material for the blind. He was a computer programmer who helped publish scientific books in braille and train folks with disabilities to work with computers. And can you feel the love tonight? We're dedicating a week-long series to love in its many forms over the coming week of Valentine's Day. And we need your help. What is the worst or best date you've ever been on? Leave us a voicemail and we might play your story on the show. Our number is 608-318-3367. Again, that's 608-318-3367. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. We're produced by Molly Stentz and Dylan Brogan. Music is by Carl Christensen. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell someone who loves New Year celebrations about us? You can also get more news delivered right to your inbox from our friends at Madison Minutes. We'll be back Monday morning with more stories from around the city. Yes, we said Monday. Coming at you with daily episodes starting next week. Talk soon. We're going daily next week. We totally should.